Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Lamed Beis. We are up to Sif Lamed Vav, which is the last line on page Nun Aleph. We're about to turn on to page 102. It will take us a few days, but we'll begin today. The Mechaber says, Yasa kol pesuchos. You should make all the parshios in the tefillin psuchos, chutzmi parsha achrona haksuva batora, except for the last parsha that's written in the Torah, shehi v'hoya im shamoa, which is the parsha of v'hoya im shamoa, sheyasena sasuma. That shouldn't be made a parsha psucho, that should be made a parsha stuma. The imshina puzzle, if you changed, it is puzzle. The Ramah says, V'yesh machshirim bekulam pesuchos, there are those who are machshir doing all the parshios pesuchos. We're going to stop for there on top, and now let's begin the Mishabura. but before we see the Mishabura, we'll see a very important note, and that is note number 186, which really explains to us what is going on in the Sif. So, Mavola Sif Lamidvav, Shaninu Babraisa. The Bryson in the Secha Shabbos tells us, Parshas Psucha lo yasena stuma. A Parsha Psucha you can't make stuma. Stuma lo yasena psucha. And you can't make a Parsha stuma into a Parsha Psucha. Now what exactly is a Parsha Psucha and what exactly is a Parsha Stuma? So v'nechleku harambam v'harosh mahi Parsha Psucha umahi Parsha Stuma. So in fact, it's a machlokas rishonim, it's a big machlokas between the Rambam and the Rosh, exactly what is a Parsha Psucha and what is a Parsha Stuma. So Aleph, Das HaRambam, She Parsha Psucha hi Parsha Shemaschilim Lekosva Betchilas Hashita. The Ramam says a parsha psucha is a parsha that you begin writing it in the beginning of a line. The harevach shelufaneha pasuach and the space before it is opened al yedeshe meniach shita shelufaneha cholak keshir teisha osios. And you leave a space of nine letters worth in the line before it that are empty. If you don't have enough space at the end of the line before to have nine empty spaces, so then you will leave a complete line blank before you begin the next parsha. So again, according to the Rambam, a parsha psucha is a parsha that you begin writing it in the beginning of a line, and you have at the end of the line before at least nine spaces, nine letters worth that are left blank. If the line before you finished up and there aren't nine spaces left, then you have to leave an entire line um, empty before you start reading this Parsha Psucha. U Parsha Stuma, and according to the Ramam, what a Parsha Stuma is, a Parsha Shemaschilin Lakosva Be'emtza Hashura Obasofa. A Parsha Stuma is a Parsha that you start writing in the middle of a line or at the end of a line. And you have space in the beginning of the line or in the middle of the line. So according to the Rambam, if you're starting to write it in the middle of the line, so you have the Revach in the beginning of the line. And if you're starting to write the Parsha Stuma at the end of the line, you have the empty space in the middle of the line. That is the Shita of the Rambam. Beis is Das HaRosh. The opinion of the Rosh is Shaparsha Psucha Hishemeniach Betchilas Hashura Shir Teisha Osios Cholok. A Parsha Psucha is a Parsha that you leave over on the top line 
nine empty spaces, and then you start writing after the nine empty spaces, or you leave over at the end of a line, nine empty spaces, and you begin writing at the beginning of the next line. So according to the Rosh, you have two options of what a Parsha Psucha is. Either you leave nine empty spaces in the beginning of the line and you start writing later on in the line, or you leave over nine spaces at the end of the line before and you start writing in the beginning of the new line. Uparsha Stuma, according to the Rush, the way we define a Parsha Stuma is Shiyesh Revach Beemtza Hashura, you have space in the middle of a line, Umishneit Side Harevach Kosov, and you have writing on both sides of the empty space. Ukmokain, and similarly, Imhenia Cholak Shita Shlema, if you left a blank line totally, and you start writing in the line afterwards, stuma, that is a Parsha Stuma. So those are the two shitas in the Rishonim, the Rambam and the Rosh, for what a Parsha Psucha and a Parsha Stuma look like. And now note number 186 continues and tells us, the Shulchan Aruch in Yeridea Kosav, Shulchan Aruch writes, Sheyirei Shamaim Yetzei When who fears heaven, when he's writing the Sefer Torah or the Tefillin, he should write it in a way to satisfy all shitas. That means to say, If he comes to write a Parsha Psucha, He should finish the Parsha before in the middle of the line. And he should leave over blank at the end of the line, nine letters worth. And he should begin the new Parsha Psucha in the beginning of the next line. That satisfies, if you look back, both the Shita of the Rambam and the Rush in a Parsha Psucha that you start in the beginning of a line and you left over empty space at the end of the line before. When a person comes to write a Parsha Stuma, he should finish off the Parsha before in the beginning of the line. And he should leave over blank in the middle of the line, nine letters worth. And then he should continue writing in that exact line. And by beginning at the end of that line, the new parsha that will be a parsha stuma according to everyone. So that is how the Shulchanar passes in Yerdea had to write a parsha psucha and a parsha stuma to satisfy all the shitos. Then he says at the end of note one eighty six as parshios had fillin. Now when we bring it back to the parshios had fillin yesh lichtov kafish shehen ksuvas batora. One should write the parshios in the tefillin. We'll see. We'll specifically talking about the tefillin shayad shortly. You should write them the way they are written in the Torah. The Hainu as parshios kadesh v'hoyaki v'yacha v'shema. Those three first parshios yesh luchtov psuchos. They should be written as parshas psuchos like they are in the Sefer Torah. V'ilu as parshas v'hoya im shamoa yesh luchtov stuma. But the last parsha, the parsha v'hoya im shamoa, which in the Torah is written as a stuma, should also be written in the Tefillin Shayad as a Parsha Stuma. And now we're ready to begin the Mishabura in Sifkoton Kuf Nun Hei. So again, the Mechaber said what we just really spoke out, that you should make all the Parshios Psuchos, except for the last one of the Hayo Shamoa, you should make it a Parsha Stuma. 
Says the Mishabuah, Ratzalomer, that means to say, Mehat Tfilin Shalyad, we're talking over here about the Tfilin Shalyad, Ho'il Vehein Nechtavos Beklaf Echod. Since, as we've discussed previously, the parashios of the Tfilin Shalyad are all put into one bias and they're all written on one klaf. V'shayach bahem psucha ustuma, and therefore it's shayach by the Tfilin Shalyad to discuss parashios being psucha or stuma. The Hainu that means to say, Shekeshemeniach Mokom Cholok Besof Shita Achrona Shal Parsha Rishona, by leaving over some blank spaces at the end of the last line of the Parsha before, Kedei Tes Osios, the amount of nine letters, Umaschil Parsha Shalacharea Berosh Hashita Bedafasheni, and then you begin the next Parsha on the top line of the next column, Hare Parsha Shalacharea Nikra Psucha. As we just discussed, that would make the second Parsha be considered written as a Parsha Psucha, because there's blank space at the end of the line before, which is the column before, nine spaces, and then you begin the new Parsha in the beginning of the line on the next column, that's a Parsha Psucha. Just like we discussed before that by a Sefer Torah, it's called a Parsha Psucha. If it starts on the top line, according to everyone, if it has a space of nine letters, the line before... Or if the empty nine spaces is in the column before, that will all be considered a Pasha Psucha, that you either leave over the, on the line on top of it, nine letters worth at the end, that's blank, or if it's in a different column, you leave over nine letters worth at the end of the last column, in the last row, and then you start the new Pasha in the beginning of a line, that will be a Pasha Psucha, and that whole discussion, says the Mishabura, is talking about the Tefillin Shalyad. Aval B'Tefillin Shalrosh, but when it comes to the Tefillin Shalrosh, HaParshios Nechtovim Al Dalek Klofim, where each Parsha is written on its own klav, Ein Lahakbid Bahem B'Psuchos Ustumos, you don't have to be Makbid, how the parshios are written as a psucha or as a stuma. <coughs> However, the minig l'chadchila is to be makbid also by the parshios that are written on four different klafim in the tefillin shalrosh as well. Kain kasu ha'achronim, so to write the achronim. Va'ayim be'beralocha b'mashe kasavnu b'shem ha'primigodim b'zeh. Look in the be'alocha, that which we wrote b'shem the primigodim on this topic. Continues the Mishabura in Sevkoton Kuf Nun Vav Psuchos Chutz. Again, the Machaber said that you're going to do three out of the four parshios as parshas Psuchos, like they are in the Torah, except for the last parsha of Ahayim Shamoa, which you'll do as a stuma as it appears in the Torah. Says the Mishabura Mipdei Shagimel Rishonos, because the first three parshios in the Tfilin Shehem Kadesh, Vahayaki Yiviacha, and Shema, Heim Psuchos Batora, those three are Pashios Psuchos in the Sefer Torah. U Pashas Vahayim Shamoa Stuma. The Pasha Vahayim Shamoa is written in the Torah as a Pasha Stuma. Lefikach, therefore, Tsarach Luchto, Betfilin Gamkein Kocha, therefore, one must write in the Pashas of the Tfilin this same way that it's written in the Torah. The Hainu, that means to say, Shianiach Mokum Chola Kedei Tes Osios. So you have to leave over a space. That has no writing on it, nine letters worth. At the end of the last line of the first Pasha of Kadesh. In order that the next Pasha of Vahoyakiyaviyacha, that will begin 
in the beginning of the next column, in the first line, Bedafasheni, Tia Parsha Psucha Kemoshi Batora, that would allow the Parsha of Ahayaki of Yacha, which is starting on the top row, in the beginning of the first line of the next column, will be considered a Parsha's Psucha. Vichain Achar Parsha's Vahayaki Yacha, and so too after the Parsha of Vahayaki of Yacha, you also leave over some space at the end, Kedesha Parsha Shema Tia that would enable the Parsha of Shema, which comes afterwards, to be a Parsha Psucha as well. Aval, however, Parsha's Vahaya Im Shamoa Yasa Stuma, the last Parsha of Vahaya Im Shamoa should be written as a Parsha Stuma, Vahofens the Masa Yivor how exactly that's written as a Parsha Stuma, that will be explained later on. Now let's go back to the first Pasha, O Pasha's Kadesh, after Batorah Hipsucha. Even though in the Sefer Torah it's written as a Pasha Psucha, Machma Shehu Mafsik Berevach Tes Osios Beshura Kodemesla. In the Sefer Torah, the Pasha of Kadesh is written as a Pasha Psucha, because we leave over nine empty spaces in the line before it. Vikan ein Shayachze, over here in the Tefillin, where the Pasha of Kadesh is the first Pasha, so it's not Shayach to discuss leaving over blank space before it. It's not Shayach, there is no Pasha before it. Dihi Pasha Rishona, because it is the first Pasha of the Tefillin. We turn to page 102. Mikom Akum still, Kevan Shehu Maschila Bero Shita. Since we begin reading the Pasha, writing the Pasha of Kadesh, in the beginning of the line, the ain kosel lefanea klum, and there's nothing written before it, because it's the first pasha, he nikres psucha. That already gives it a shame, pasha psucha, like it is in the Torah. The ain ksav acher sosma, there is no other writing that's causing it to be called a pasha stuma. So that's how we have all four parshas the way they are written in the Torah. Just to summarize, the first parsha of Kadesh can't be exactly as it is in the Torah because there is no parsha before it to leave over nine spaces. But the fact that we begin the parsha of Kadesh in the beginning of the top line and there is no writing before it, that's as close as we can get to making it a parsha's psucha. And then at the end of parsha's Kadesh and the end of Vahayaki Yaviacha, we leave over in the last line at least nine empty spaces. And then we begin the next parsha in the beginning of the top line. That that makes the Pasha of Ahoya Kiyaviacha and the Pasha of Shema into Pasha's Psuchos. And then we leave the last Pasha of Ahoya Im Shamoa to be a Pasha Stuma. And we said in the Mishabura that we'll explain later exactly how we satisfy that Pasha being a Pasha Stuma. Continues the Mishabura in Zivkaton Kuf Nun Zayin. We said in the Machaber Vim Shina Apostle, if you change from the way the Pasha is supposed to be, the Tefillin Apostle, Bein Sha'asa Mistuma Psucha, whether you made a Pasha that's supposed to be Stuma into a Psucha, Ome Psucha Stuma, or you made a Pasha that's supposed to be Psucha into a Stuma, either way it's going to be Apostle. The Ramah then told us, V'yesh Machshirim Bechulam Psuchos, there are those who are Machshir, to have all the parshas written as psuchos. Says the Mishabur, what's Lomar Amitza say, Bidiyavad. This is talking Bidiyavad, it's kosher if you made all four parshas into psuchos. Vitaimum, and the reason is, Sha'af Shabbatorah, parshas Vahyoyim Shamohistuma, even though it's true, the last parsha, the way it's written in the Torah, is a parsha stuma, Mikomakum still, Kevan Shabbatorah, Eina Smucha, Klalo, parsha Shma. Since Lamaisa, the parsha of Ahoyim Shamoa is not right after the parsha of Shema in the Sefer Torah, so Memela Einzen Nechshev Shinui. This is not called the change Mashaharevach Shebeinol Parsha Shema Hu Pasuach Velo Sasum. 
So it's not going to be considered a change that which you're making between the Parsha of Shema and the Hoyoim Shemu and the Tfilin, a Parsha Psucha, not Stuma. Kemosha Sosum HaRevach Shelfanea Batora. Even though the Revach before the Torah is Stuma, it's written as a Parsha Stuma in the Torah. Kevan Shegam Batora Yeshbeno La Parsha Shema Shebatora Revach Harbe Pasuach. Since there are many open spaces and blank spaces between these two Parshas, which are not near each other in the Sefer and so too the Achronim agree. So again, he points out over here the reason why it's going to be okay with the Evid if you write the Parsha of Ahoyim Shamo as a Psucha, not a Stuma, even though in the Torah it's written as a Stuma, that's because the way the Parshas are set up in the Tefillin, having Shema and then followed right afterwards, Ahoyim Shamo, is not the way it is in the Torah. In the Torah, they're in different Parshas and they're quite spread apart and there are areas of Psucha between them, and therefore it's not really going against what's in the Torah by writing the Pasha of Ahoyim Shamoa as a Psucha after Shema, because anyway, in the Torah, between those two Parshios, there is a lot of space. That's how the Mishibura ends off, Kuf Nun Ches. Let's just see the last Mishibura that we'll see for today, and then we're going to see note 187. In Sifkaton Kuf Nun Tes, the Mishabura says, Bakulam Suchos. Going on the Rambo says, There are those who are Machshir, all the Parshos to be Psuchos. Ula Hepech, but the opposite. Im Osa Ezo Parshia Mehashalosh Parshios Stuma. But if you made one of the three Parshios that are supposed to be Psuchos into Stumos, Lukuliam Apostle, everyone agrees that would be no good. Kain kasvu ha'achron, that's what the achronim write. So the only heter b'dyevet is if you make the stuma into a psucha, but not if you make one of the psuchos into a stuma. Od kasvu, the achronim write further, didavku im asa l'parshas v'hoyo im shamoa parsha psucha kosher l'deyazo. It's davku if you made the parsha v'hoyo im shamoa into a proper parsha psucha, that's when it's going to be kosher according to the shita. Aval im ein l'fanea revach klau, but if you didn't leave over any blank spaces between the fourth parsha of Hayyim Shaboa and the third parsha of Shema, Lo Bidaf Shalah, not in Itzdaf, the Lo Bidaf Shal Parsha Shema, and not in the column of the Parsha of Shema, the Hainu, that means to say, Shehisil Osa Biro Shita Yono. You began the Parsha of Hayyim Shaboa in the beginning of the top line of its column, Shabadaf. And you didn't leave over any blank spaces in that line. Also in the column before where the Pasha Shema is written, you didn't leave over any blank spaces on the bottom either. Or even if you left over spaces, but you didn't leave over the proper amount of spaces that you're supposed to leave between Pashios. Which is, as we said before, the amount of space that you would normally write nine letters in. So then you have changed it, a total change from that which is written in the Torah and it's possible according to everyone, even in this Parsha. So therefore, what the Mishabur is telling us over here, even though we're saying that Bidyevid, according to the Ramah, if you write the Pasha of Ahoyah Im Shamoah, 
as a psucha instead of a stuma, that's going to be okay. But that's dafka if you actually wrote it as a parsha psucha. But if it's neither here nor there, you finish off the parsha of Shema at the end of the line, and you began the Hayyam Shema in the beginning of the line, and there's no nine spaces either in the beginning of this parsha or the end of the last parsha, that would not be good according to anyone, because that is a total change from the way it is in the Torah. And then the Shibura concludes and writes, Ubisov Parshas Vahoyim Shamoa Ain Sarak Laniak Shum Revach. At the end of the last Pasha, which is Vahoyim Shamoa, you do not you do not need to leave over any spaces, the Khainu Hagin, and that is the Minog Lesayim Al Haaretz, to end off with the completing words of Al Haaretz. Besov shita atachtona at the end of the last line. So since that's the last parsha, there are no parshas that follow the need to follow any guidelines. So we finish off the parsha of Ahayim Shemo with the final words al at the end of the bottom line. I'd like to go now to note one eighty seven. We said in the Mishabura at the end of Sifkaton Kuf Nunches, we said that B'dyevet, if you did the parsha of Ahayim Shamo as a parsha psucha instead of stuma, it's going to be okay. And the reason we gave was that in the Sefer Torah, the parsha of Ahayim Shamo, although it is a parsha stuma, but it's not really next to the parsha of Shema, so klape the parsha of Shema, it's like a psucha, because there are many spaces in the many parshios that are between those two parshios, so therefore you're not really going against the way it is written in the Torah, and therefore, B'dyevet, if you write V'hoyoyim Shemoa as a parsha psucha, it would be okay. Says note 187, So too writes the Chazanish, that would be okay as well. And the Chazanish adds on that it's logical to say that even the Rambam, the Chena Shulchan Aruch, and the Mechaber, Modul Azad, they also are maskim that if you did the Parsha of Ahoya Im Shamoa as a Parsha Psucha, it will be okay. Umash Ekosav, and that which the Mechaber and the Rambam write, Shim Shina Puzzle, that if you change its puzzle, Eino Elo Al Hashalosh Parshios Harishonos Keshaason Stumos. That which the Mechaber and the Rambam say, if you change its puzzle, it's only if you change the three that are supposed to be psuchos and you make them stumos, that's when it's going to be a problem. The low cost of Cain Beferish, and the Chazanish explains the reason why the Mechaber does not say this explicitly, is Mipnesha Somoch al Mashakosav Lagabi Mezuzah, because he's relying on that which he wrote in Hilchos Mezuzah, Shekshera Keshasa Psucha Machmas Hasvara Haniskeres Vemeshavura Khan. Because he writes in Hilchos Mezuzah that it's kosher if you made the Parsha that's supposed to be Psucha into a Stuma, that it's going to be okay. Um, he wrote that already, the same Svara, Lugavit, the Parsha of Mezuzah, Sha'parshios Einon Svuchos Batora. So again, the Mechaber, according to the Chazanish, does not write over here that if you write, again, the Chazanish says that even according to the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch, there'll be Moda that uh, even though we wrote in Shina Puzzle, that's Eino Ela Shalosh Pashas Rishonos. That's only going on the first three if you change them, it's Puzzle. But if you change the last one, that is going to be Kosher. Even though it's the Ramah who writes it over here, and the Machab and the Rambam don't write it, they're relying on that which they wrote in Hilchos Mezuzah, that it's going to be okay because the Parshos are written spread out in the Torah, so they did not need to repeat it over here. So that which the Ramah is saying, the Chazanish is saying that the Machaber really agrees to that. The Machaber just didn't have to write it out because he already wrote it in Hilchos Mezuzah, and it's based on the same Svar the Mishabura brings over here for the Ramah, that was a davar pasha to the Mechaber, so the Mechaber did not have to write it. 
But the Ramah seems to understand the Mechaber not that way. The fact that the Ramah says, V'yeish machshirin, v'kulam psuchos, it seems to be that the Ramah understands the Shulchan Aruch that he'll say that if you wrote a parsha of Ahoyim Shamoa as psuchos, that would not be good. So it continues, no 187, but the opinion of the Ramah and Mishaburah over here, Shalafiha Rambam v'ashulchan Aruch yim osa es parshas v'ahoyim shamoa psucha psulhi. They say that according to the Mechaber, if you arrive the Hoyo Im Shamoa as a Psucha, it will be possible. And the reason for the chilek between the two dinim that by mezuzah it's kosher if you wrote a parsha of Ahoya im Shamoa as a psucha, but in tefillin it's going to be possible in that way. Beer bechedushe meran hariz halevi. So the briskarov is going to give us a reason to be mechalik why the mechaber and the and the rambam would hold that when it comes to mezuzos if you wrote a parsha v'hayayim shamoa as a psucha it would be okay but when it comes to tefillin if you write the parsha v'hayayim shamoa as a psucha it would not be okay what's the chiluk? So he explains, explains the Biskarov, Shabbatfilin ain't in miyuchod behefseka parsha shabahen. When it comes to tfilin, there's no special din of having a hefsek in those parshios. Ella hadin hu lakosvan kavishak suva besefer Torah. The din of tfilin is the parshios should be written the way they are written in a sefer Torah. Masha'in came by mezuzah, which is not the case by mezuzah. Sheyesh lo din ksiva miyuchod. It has its own individual dine ksiva. Sheeno kosher. It's unrelated to the way the Ksiva appears in the Sefer Torah. And therefore, when it comes to Tfilin, and the Parshios have a din that they have to be written the way they're written in the Torah, so so that svar that the two parshios are not near each other in the Sefer Torah is not going to help us to be machshir v'hoya im shamoa as a parsha psucha. Sharei sof sof, because at the end of the day, lo hetig as a parsha betfilin kefishek suva b'Sefer Torah. Lomaisi, you did not write the parsha v'hoya im shamoa in your tefillin the way it's written in the Torah, and that's what you have to do. So the fact that the two parshios are separated in the Torah is not going to help you in tefillin because in tefillin we need the parshios to be written the way they are written in the Torah. And the bottom line is Vahigayim Shamo is written as a parsha stuma and you're writing as a parsha psucha and therefore that's not going to be good. Masha'in came by mezuzah which is not the case by mezuzah She'in din lahatig ba as a parsha kefishek suba b'sefer Torah. There is no din to write the parsha in the mezuzah the way it's written in the Sefer Torah. V'din hefsek ha-parsha shalohu din chadosh. And the din of writing the parsha separated, that's a new din. She'eschadesh b'ksivas ha-mezuzah. That was neschadesh in the writing of a mezuzah. V'al pizeh bir. And based on this chilak, he's able to explain madua makbidim al-parsha's kadesh batfilin shetia parsha psucha. That's why we're makbid on the parsha of kadesh and the to be a parsha psucha afal pizeh she'ein parsha lefaneha. Even though there's no parsha before it, so why are we so mocked that it should be a parsha psucha? Shekeshem shebesefer Torah he parsha psucha. The reason is says the Biskarov because the same way the parsha of Kadesh in the Torah where it has parshas before it, it's written as a parsha psucha. Psucha. So too it has to have the same thing in the Torah. It has to be a parsha psucha.
and he adds on, Shemitam Zeph, for this reason, the Mezuzah ain't din Shapasha Shmatia Psucha. And in Mezuzah, according to this logic, there would be no din at the Pasha of Shma, which is the first Pasha in the Mezuzah, would have to be written as a Pasha Psucha. The Enoch Pasha's Kadesh Betfilin. It would not follow the same guidelines as Kadesh, which is the first Pasha in the Tfilin. Because by the Mezuzah, there's no din Ksiva. There is, sorry, there is. There's a special thing siva on its own. It doesn't have to emulate the way it's written in the Torah. And therefore, the first parsha doesn't get a regular din of a parsha. The same way the Rambam doesn't lift the parsha list the parsha bereishes the beginning of the Sefer Torah as a parsha psucha. We only discuss the Dine Parshios with the space between them in the different Parshios that are one after the other. So to summarize over here, we have a Machlokas between the Mishabura and the Chazanish. The Mishabura had said in Kufnun Zayin that if you change in the Machaber, Bein Shasom, Mistuma, Psucha, Omi Psucha, Stuma, either way you change it, it's going to be a problem. And then the Ramos said, Vyesh Machshirin. But the Chazanish says that even the Machaber agrees that if you would switch up Bahayoyim Shamoa, it would be good. And explains the Chiluk between the Mezuzahs and the Sefer Torah, the Mezuzahs and the Tfilin rather, that in Tfilin we're trying to write the parshios the way they are written in the Sefer Torah, and therefore the Hoyoim Shemua must be written as a parsha psucha. Masha'enkein by mezuzah over there, the parshios are not written the way they're written in the Torah. They have their own din ksiva, and therefore, if it's if it's in the Torah, they're going to be separated. We don't have a din that it has to dafka be a parsha psucha over there, and that's where if it was written as a parsha stuma, the parsha of hayyim shemua, it would be okay. We'll stop here and we'll continue weiter in mitzvah shem next time with sif lamed vav. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.